Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Show, the program that helps you turn obstacles into opportunities, challenges into solutions, and find answers to tough questions. And now, the award-winning powerhouse voice of radio. Here's your host, Patricia Raskin. Hi, everyone, and welcome. Welcome to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. I'm always excited to have wonderful Paula A. Marshall on my show. She comes on every other month, and Paula is the author of many books. She's the CEO of Bama Companies since 1984, and this is a family business. They make all of the fast food desserts and apple pies and pie crusts for Pizza Hut and McDonald's and Walmart and many, many fast food chains. Her vision stands as a beacon for team members, inspiring the organization to achieve the BAMA mission, which is people helping people be successful. And under her leadership, BAMA has expanded to provide a variety of frozen desserts and baked goods to fast food chains. And we're talking a lot today about what's going on with COVID-19, but also about how do you have courageous conversations during these times, and then one of the wonderful movements that Bama is behind called Food on the Move. Welcome, Paula. Thank you very much, Patricia. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, okay. Well, I know one of the things you wanted to talk about, and certainly we're going to talk about other things, but is you are part of this new initiative called Food on the Move, about Food on the Move. Explain that. Well, it's uh, it's the brainchild of a gentleman that's lived in Tulsa but has traveled all over the world named Taylor Hansen. You might have heard about the Hansen brothers. Uh, when they were singing and popular maybe about 15 years ago, they still have quite the cult following. But Taylor has come back to Tulsa, made his home here. He's been grew up here. Uh, he started many, many projects here. And one of the things he has a passion about is uh, food deserts and uh, the impact of a food desert on a on a population that you know doesn't really have any way of of getting food. Uh, there's no grocery stores nearby. Maybe the community isn't safe, so you know people don't get out much, and so they the nutrition is poor. Uh, many times their kids are only eating when they get to school. And um, so, you know, he, he began this movement about five years ago. I met Taylor uh, through an association that we had began with the YWCA because I came back from a national restaurant show uh, about three years ago and wanted to start, uh, Bama to start a community garden. And I, I just mm. saw a presentation and thought it was wonderful. And our our the team members in our facilities, the goal, the, the, you know, the vision was that we would have these gardens available in, at all of our facilities and the, in the lawns and, you know, people would go out and their breaks and things and help tend the garden, learn about food, learn where it comes from. And then the team members at Bama would get all the food. Well, when I met, of course, when we started going down this road, none of my plant managers or my ops guys wanted anything to do with any of these gardens nearby because we pay a lot of money to keep, you know, rodents and little, you know, critters out of our factory. So the first mm-hmm. problem was that, you know, it was going to be a problem for Bama to have it. So we began looking for another uh, alternative route to get to the same destination, and I was introduced to Taylor um, at a at another charity event, and then he and I decided to team up. Um, we literally hired a, a gentleman to come in and direct, uh, you know, what was going to go on there at, at the community garden to get the property, to raise the money, um, because ultimately our goal is to uh, have community gardens, uh, have people in the community come into work, learn how the food is made, help set up the different plants and things that would actually be available for us to make money on. And uh, then the last and final part of it is to set up food distribution for local restaurants that want to eat healthy and, and, you know, eat food that's made close by, et cetera. Mm. So our initiative began about um, seven, eight months ago, and we have procured property um, on the on the north side of Tulsa, which is a food desert, and we got permission from the uh, city council to set up the entire operation there. 
And we've also done a very, um, you know, great job this spring. We actually had the gardens going, plus we have a, a cooperative partnership with food banks. And during the pandemic, we have donated over a million meals, Patricia, this um, this mm. past incredible. And we have also harvested uh, hundreds of thousands of pounds of, of uh, you know, different produce, fresh produce. And oh. then we have been packing the produce up actually and delivering it to some of the impoverished neighborhoods where they wouldn't have ever had any ability, the kind of food that we bring to them every week. So the long-term goal is it will be a a money-making operation. The short-term goal is to continue to build out the gardens, to continue to get community involvement, to continue to get the advertising out there so that we can help other communities do this kind of thing. Mm. So this is really for the community, Paula. This is for your yeah. community. Yeah. And for your team this members our, as well. This is our way of really putting our philosophies into action. Uh, yeah. You know, we're a B Corp yeah. company. Uh, the B Corp community is really interested and only interested in doing um you know, good things, uh, being a good corporate citizen, being good for the planet. And these are the kinds of things that we want to be involved in and we're excited about being involved in. And uh, we're we're ready to roll and we've been doing it. So I wanted to spend some time this morning talking about, you know, this in terms of, you know, from where we are. Um, it's just a really exciting time for us. Well, I think that, and the other thing that you know, you're you're not just doing that, but you're also contributing to people's health and longevity, right? Because I mean, this yeah. is encouraging people to eat whole foods, foods that are organic, foods that are grown right from the ground naturally that you just pull and eat. So, I mean, it's you're teaching them a new way of eating that's healthy. Yes, and we also have a um, you know a a very good relationship with the community leaders, so. Our goal ultimately is to teach, you know, is actually to employ, to provide jobs, and to teach about the growing of food, about how important it is to have, uh, you know, good nutrition, but also teaching our kids so that ultimately we can provide, a, a, we have a kit that actually comes with a, a, a very nice table that, you know, let's say two or three families wanted to aquaponically garden, we have people that could come over to their apartment complex or to their, you know, wherever they live in their house and teach them how to grow their own food wow. in their backyard. Right. And mm. so that's what we're really, our long-term intent is to, um, you know, is to do that and 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 make sure that it, it all works for everybody. It's, it's like the teach a person to fish, right? And they'll fish for a whole yeah. life rather than... You know, I mean, that's really what you're doing. Well, we're and we're trying to help promote community togetherness rather yes. than all of what you're seeing right now. I mean, it couldn't be more timely for what we're seeing happening in these communities. It's just devastating. Mm, yeah, I know. Well, Paula, you've always done that. You know, you've always really reached out into the community. I just remember, and I know I've said this on the air before, but I remember when there was... I don't know, it was a tornado or a hurricane. There was something that happened. And you actually went to, it was Missouri maybe? Was it? You went to a competitor's plant and helped them when they didn't have water or something like that. You can, you can fill it out, but I remember it. Yes, yes. Uh, it was our, um, the, the, the people that make also Pizza Crest along with us with, uh, to, for Pizza Hut. Um, it was a General Mills plant in uh, Springfield, Missouri. Isn't that something? Yeah, I and mean, it was wiped out by the by the tornado many years ago. Mm. Well, it's um, it's setting the example. That's wonderful. Uh, how did you when you when you said at the beginning, you know, um, your team members were a little bit hesitant because you know of growing food and sort of the the critters. How did you? How did they turn around? How did that turn around so that they saw that as um, real value? 
Well, we were able to, um, you know, really uh, go to a different site. We didn't stay at the Bama Company, so we bought a plot of land that was uh, away from, you know, everything that, that people mm. were worried about, and we, we moved it to a different location. Yeah, which is, which is great. So it was a win-win. You created a win-win, that, basically. Yeah. 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 yeah, which is really great. Yeah. So, yeah. So what do you see if you, what, what do you see with this movement in the next, let's say, year or two or three? What would be your vision for this going forward? Well, I think our vision is that we would be front line for uh, removing or elimination of food deserts. Um, we would, you know, really like to, um, you know, see the community, uh, grow and come together more. And, uh, and I think that's, you know, that's where we're, where we're coming from. We're just really trying to, um, you know, be forces for good in the community. And our mission is food and removing food deserts. And, and that is really what, what we're all about. Yeah, which is really, which is really incredible. Yeah, wonderful. All right, well, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to talk to Paula Marshall uh, again. Um, she's the CEO of Bama Industries, and they make all of the fast food desserts and apple pies from McDonald's and Walmart. For years, they have plants in different parts of the world. And uh, she really does believe in her team members, which is what she calls them, not employees. And her book, Finding the Soul, S-O-U-L, of Big Business, really, I think, exemplifies what Paula stands for. I've really never met a CEO like her, nor have her team members when I went out there and I said, do you know anyone like Paula? And they said, no, there isn't anyone. So she's really, really making a difference. And uh, I'm, I'm very honored to work with her. And so when we come back, we're going to talk more about what we're going through now with COVID-19 and, and how do we really communicate more effectively during this and at other times? How do we have those difficult conversations? And that's something that Bama really is working toward as well. All right, you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice. We'll be right back. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. A brave heart is anyone with the courage to be of service to others. If you have that courage, then Bravehearts Radio with Brian Reinbold is for you. Even if you aren't yet, you'll want to still tune in to get inspired, create your own story to share, and change your life for the better. Listen to the stories of service and courage shared by amazing guests and your input, too. Listen for Brave Hearts Radio, Mondays at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Remember, doing good anywhere does good everywhere. Join five-time world and international boxing champion, mental health advocate, writer, and speaker, Mia St. John, for In the Ring with Mia. After losing her ex-husband and son to mental illness, Mia has set out to empower those who deal with mental illness, homelessness, poverty, and addiction. Tune in and join Mia in the ring. And together, you'll find the help and motivation that you need. Listen live every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. And we are back with Paula Marshall, who's the CEO of Bama Industries. They make all of the fast food desserts and apple pies for big chains such as McDonald's and Walmart and Pizza Hut. And they've been with McDonald's since the beginning, uh, over 30 years, and have stayed with them. So you can imagine. They really walk their talk. They're so customer service oriented. But they're also customer service oriented with their own people. And they don't call them employees. They call them team members. So welcome back, Paula. Thank All you right. very much, Patricia. All Happy right. to be here. So, yeah, it's really fun. So let's talk about something that I know BIM is very uh, strong on, and that's effective communication. And we know all that. But, you know, times are tough. We've got COVID-19. It's not always easy to have those, those conversations when the team member maybe isn't performing well or there's an issue. Those are difficult conversations, and I know you call them courageous mm-hmm. conversations. So yes. What what I want to talk a little bit about is how do you you know how do you have those with the team member because if you don't have them and you just sweep it under the rug it's it's going to get worse right it's like a little blister that's going to get worse and nobody's right. going to say anything and then one day there's going to be a blow up or somebody's going to leave when you could prevent that if you could you can try to prevent it if you could talk about it so right, um, right. what do you think talk, talk about that a little bit. Well, the reason why we uh, adopted this courageous conversation was because, you know, you know, and everyone who listens to your show knows that I've I've been a, a follower and practitioner of Dr. W. Edward Deming for a long time, and Deming talks mostly about systems and you know statistical variation and things. So he's more of a process guy. So one of the things I was looking for. Um, years ago, was some way to engage people in being a better person or interpersonal skills. And so we um, brought in uh, the the work of uh, Dr. Stephen Covey, who wrote the book "Highly uh, Habits of Highly Effective People: Seven Habits." And we began doing um, a lot of training uh, over the years, and we have, in fact, about three or four, I think, trained Covey facilitators. In fact, I think you're you're getting your certification, so we're talking about bringing you on for some of that. And uh, it's a it's a very important part of who we are and what we do and how we do it because um, the seven habits are just it's just a great way to understand what the values you hold and how do you put plans into action. How do you plan before you start firing your gun? You know, how do you take right. the time to, right. you know, listen right. and seek to understand? Right. And, and how do you, yeah. you know, yeah. count your personal victories and your public victories and those types of things? So mm-hmm. we're, you know, we're, um, you know, in our, I think our 20th year of teaching people about Covey. And uh, it is a very, um, you know, it's a very important part of Bama's culture. So, just treating people with respect, trying to be the best person you can be um, yeah. by living your best life and then bringing that best life to Bama and letting us help you, you know, find your career paths and find your dreams and and let's work together to, to follow that. Yeah. And it's really, you know, it's, it's not difficult. It's just that I'm not sure. We haven't always been trained for this. And I think what people don't realize is the way you have a conversation can really make or break a person's, right, motivation, morale. You know, if if you say to someone, for example, you know, I mean, so for example, someone may, uh, let's say they're just not working the way they were, or they're slower, or you can see they're upset. So instead of confronting them with, well, you know, I noticed you're late, or I noticed you're, you know, you're not producing as much, what's going on with you? I mean, that immediately puts the person on defense, right? Right. Instead of saying, you know, you are a valuable member of our team, and here's some things we've noticed. You know, we've noticed lately. Right. um, You know, you're not producing as well, and 
and you know we we really care about you can you share what's happening right that's totally different because that's yes. we want to help you versus we want to blame you right right and that's and that's where i think many companies you know miss the beat because you know, the boss is viewed as the final say on everything. And when we um, don't get input other than just our own ideas and our own, um, you know, interpretation of things, uh, you could probably miss, you know, uh, something very important about someone who's having a difficult time financially, someone who's been sick and hasn't felt well. You might be missing... Uh, you know, someone who has some personal issues or being mistreated or has some problems with their grandkids. I mean, you know, kids, grandkids, families, I mean, you, you name it. Those are all the different kinds of things that we, you know, personal uh, relationship and life issues that we all deal with. We may have a problem with drugs or alcohol. Uh, we may have a tr- problem with gambling. You know, we may have a sex addiction. So most of those folks are getting up every day and going to a job and maybe they just have their addiction that they do after. But eventually that comes into the workplace because you can't help but bring it to the workplace. If you're having, if you have a gambling problem and you're having problems paying your bills and you're getting kicked out of your apartment and you can't keep a relationship, you know, those Mm -hmm. are all things that are going to come into the workplace. And often the workplace has been the place where people have least wanted to engage with team members about what's going on in their lives. And so we have decided that we want to take that to a different place and a different level. And we want to become involved and help them and provide services to them. And so it's it's a giant circle of care, concern, love, you know, whatever you want to call it. Um, that's what we want to engage our folks in. And so having courageous conversations means you've got to be able to help that person afterwards. So what are you going to do? How do your policies reflect the treatment Mm -hmm. of people in your organization? Do you have outlets for people to go to when they get in trouble? Do you care, you know, or do you just want to stand there until they do something wrong and fire them, you know? That's more of the old way of doing things. It's not the new way of doing things. But there's something you said in the beginning that I want to uh, go back to, and you said we assume things, and that's the issue. You know, we look at someone and we say, oh, well, they must have been drinking, or, oh, you know, they they were late last time, or, gee, they got... We don't really know exactly. And so I think it's, and, and we all have biases, Paula. So it's, it's trying to be objective and not put your own bias in there. And that's not always right. easy, but that's important, right? right? No, that's, that's, a very, that's a very important, um, you know, part of the puzzle, Patricia. It's just, you know, if you don't ever talk to people about what's going on, then how do you know? And if all you want to do is stand around until someone, you know, quits or, you know, I mean, right. can you save a life? Right. You know, I mean, it's kind of how, right. how we're geared to look at things and we want to, we want to be involved and we have all the programs um, to help people. And when they get in trouble, uh, we talk to our well, team members all the listen. time. Yeah. Yeah. You also listen. I mean, I think <laughs> in, as you said, the old style leadership is more autocratic and you know, it, it's more, and you can feel it when you talk to these people, you know, you're above them. Right. You're, you're, there's a condescending. Right. Well, did you do it this way? Or now make sure when you do it, you do. Now make sure you make bullet points. I had someone say that to me recently. It was a client. Now make sure when you talk to that person, you write out bullet points. And I, all I wanted to oh, say you're is, kidding. really, really. Oh yeah, yeah. Make sure. And I finally, I said something in a nice <laughs> way, like, points. well, oh I, I would do that. I would do that anyway. Yeah, like, well, I, I, I made a comment. Which I thought was a great comment. If I said to you, you know, Paula, I'm communicating with your team member and I'm writing them an awful lot, but, you know, they're probably tired of me. You would say, well, isn't that great? You're communicating. You know what I got? Yeah. Well, you know, you shouldn't write that many words. I Please use bullet points. I mean, really, Paula? <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I am telling you. Well, it's pretty archaic and it's pretty sad that we really haven't advanced 
that much in this in this area in this arena. Uh, we just haven't advanced that that far, and yes. so I just think that unfortunately people are needing today a lot more help than they ever have. There's so many ways to get in trouble, to stay in trouble, to not get out of trouble. I mean, I had, I had some team members when we went in to figure out what was going on with them. Um, they had become part of this paycheck, uh, you know, um, program where they take their paychecks to get money because they keep getting deeper and deeper in debt. And the just the paying back, paying back the the people in the paycheck, uh, those paycheck places, they were charging them eighty percent interest on their paycheck money, their paycheck loans. They were never ever going to get out of the paycheck program. It was oh. never going to happen. So I had, you know, we had to, um, you know, we had to step in and start a training program and hire credit counselors and help these people, you know, think of a better way to, mm. you know, manage their finances than to keep mm. giving 80% interest to these paycheck pro- programs. But see, it's people get in trouble. They don't do enough research. It looks easy. I just take my paycheck there. They'll give me, you know, 50% of it back or 25% of it back the first few weeks. And then next thing you know, you know, it's, they're taking half of it or 80% or whatever, and you'll never get out of debt, you know. You'll just oh, never get and, out. You know, honestly, I mean, I just don't think that even should be allowed. That's just robbery. Think about it, Paula. It is. It is. It's terrible. It's a terrible disservice to people, you know, who who don't understand or maybe they run uh, a cash, you know, they're running some kind of a cash uh, a crunch because they've got other problems. You know, they they're they're buying drugs, or they're using pills, or they're you know gambling, as I said, or they're paying you know uh, secret money out and don't want their spouse to find out. So they go to these places, and it's just a devastating. It would be better to tell the truth up front than to go through this, which can accumulate. Months and months and months of problems, and then when your spouse finds out, it's going to be really bad. Well, yeah, but you're doing the education. I mean, that's the part. Bama is, you know, not every company would go in and see this. They'd say, well, that's their, right? Another company might say, well, that's your problem, Mr. Employee. And they would call him an employee. Well, that, it's not my that's problem. Definitely, that's part of the reason that we started the Courageous Conversations in the Covey program, because... We didn't have the skills. Our supervisors, our supervisors, I mean, their only worry is that you got to the job site and you're, right. and did you the know, job. doing your, you're running your line. Right. You're, and they're not paid counselors. You know, I always tell them all, you know, when they get ready to go into um, the, the, the business of being a manager, um, we have classes and boot camps where we talk to people all the time about being a manager. What's that? What's that about? Well, part of it is not only getting the numbers and making the quality of the product and make sure people do it safely, but it's also, you know, what's going on with you? How can I help you with your productivity today? Um, instead of I'll fi- if you don't show up, I'll fire you and then I'll f- hire someone else. Maybe that someone else has the same problems or worse. So yeah. you really don't get out of the problem unless you directly head on, you know, go after it. Yeah. Absolutely. And it's wonderful what BAM is doing to help people. We're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're talking to Paula A. Marshall, CEO of BAM Industries. They make the apple pies and fast food desserts for McDonald's, for Walmart, for Pizza Hut, for many other companies. They have plants in other parts of the world. And uh, they've been in business 82 years. This is a family business. Paula took the helm. She's written five books. One of them is Finding the Soul, S-O-U-L, of big business, and she's such a shining example of doing this. So when we come back, we'll talk more about Courageous Conversations, and also we'll talk a little bit more, um, we'll talk about COVID-19, because it's affecting everybody. For those of us, we are now, we're now in July of 2020, so even though these shows are evergreen and you can hear this afterwards, um, we'll talk about, you know, how are we adapting and coping when we have to socially distance. 
All right, you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com. America's Voice, we'll be right back. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Want an insider's pass to everything that goes on in Hollywood? Join Summer Helene every week for Behind the Scenes. Summer Helene is known as the Duchess of Hollywood because she knows the insiders, legends, and celebs and brings the stories, the gossip, and the backstage scoop. It's the real Hollywood, though. So this program is for adults only. Behind the Scenes can be heard live every Friday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. On Read My Lips Radio, producer and host, a.k.a. Radio Red, invites you to eavesdrop on her live, unscripted conversations with smart, savvy, creative people as she discovers what makes them tick, where they find their inspiration, when creativity first became their passion, and how their creative process can inspire the rest of us to think out of the box. Enjoy, a.k.a. Radio Red's always lively, cool conversations with creatives. Mondays at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Oh, how those lips can talk. Are you finding your frequency? It can be described as that space between failure and success. It's the future of digital media. It's finding your voice. It's engaging topics, content, and ideas. Jeff and Ryan discuss the digital media space and all of its aspects. It's about making the mistakes, taking the chances, summoning the intestinal fortitude to step out of your comfort zone, and discovering what you can accomplish when you decide to try, decide to learn, decide that you have something to say, and find your frequency. Live Fridays at 12 noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Voice America is on your favorite smart speaker. If you have Alexa or Google Home, go ahead and give us a try. Hey Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast on TuneIn. are listening to the patricia raskin show if you wish to call into our program today please call 1-866-472-5788 that number again is 1-866-472-5788 you may also send an email to patricia at patriciaraskin.com now back to the patricia raskin show hi everyone and we are back you're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. We're back with Paula A. Marshall, who is the CEO of Bama Companies, and her vision stands as a beacon for her team members, and that's what she calls everyone, team members, inspiring the organization to achieve the Bama mission, people helping people be successful, and she has really done that. They provide a variety of frozen desserts and baked goods to fast food chains, as well as to casual and family dining restaurants. And these include McDonald's and Walmart and Pizza Hut and many others. So welcome back, Paula. Let's talk about COVID-19, even though you know people may listen to the show later on. I mean, during this time, we've had to socially distance, you know, be six feet apart, we haven't been in crowds. A lot of major events are not happening. Um, how have your team members fared? And what are some of the things that have worked in your company during this time when we've had to socially distance because of the virus? Oh, goodness. Well, I haven't been to my company uh, for since the middle of March. I've been officing out of my home. All of our senior executives are uh, officing from home, and uh, we just have the, re- the amount of folks at the facilities that are required to be there. So that means plant management staff uh, and our team members. So we're, um, you know, we're pretty still quarantining, isolating, not traveling. Um, we have had some cases in our facilities. Um, but we have a very uh, tight uh, CDC guideline following, you know, the policies of, of how everyone's doing it when someone in a facility gets, you know, gets sick. And uh, we haven't had very many cases. So 
I think our strategy is working. I think what we're doing is working. Uh, it's it's difficult, you know, because I like to see my people and be around them, and and definitely, you know, like like being part of the part of the crowd and the crew and supporting our folks and everything. So it's been hard from that standpoint. It's been a lot different um, not having uh, to uh, travel and fly and go somewhere one day and then leave and go the next day somewhere else and the next day somewhere else. And so from my, you know, probably my emotional uh, standpoint, I'm a lot less, you know, um, you know, I guess, uh, you know, emotionally drained from all the traveling and all the, mm. the you know, going from place to place and um, constant, you Do know, you miss that? Do you miss, and, do you miss that, Paula? Um, I would say I do because I'm such a people person, but by the same token, um, I do understand right now that it is impossible to um, gain any kind of traction from any kind of those meetings. And our, our um, you know, customers have done a great job of communicating with us over, like, Zoom calls and Microsoft Teams. Right. We've had right. a, 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 such a great, um, you know, uh, management ability of the consumers to the customers and people to really give us information on all these kinds of calls. So, you know, my day might look now like I'm on the phone seven hours on Zoom or on conference calls. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, that, it, but it's different. the difference, well, you know. It, it's still working. We're still all working, but we just aren't going anywhere. So <laughs> there's pluses and minuses right. to all of it, I think. Right, absolutely. Yeah, there always is. What about the workers, the people on the floor that are basically making the pies and making, you know, doing everything? They're still working, obviously. Right, and I can tell you, we have not had one incident, and we've had ups and downs. We've had three-day weeks, and we have had seven-day weeks um, because our customers are all in flux. No one knows what's going on the next week. Everyone's trying to just deal with everything that they have in front of them. And so we have, you know, we have three-day work weeks and seven-day work weeks. So I would tell you we have not had one incident of any kind of quality issue, human safety issue, uh, food safety issue. So I would tell you that my folks are doing a great job and that that, that they have not dropped one ball at all. Mm. Wow, if that's that's remarkable. That's remarkable. Yeah, it's very, very, very cool. It really is. And I still have a lot of friends that are buying things, and when they come, they come from China. And people are like, "Oh, I didn't realize that was coming from there." And they get the boxes, they wash everything, and they, you know, they're taking still precautions of anything that comes into their home and that type of thing. So, I think from a just from a trust standpoint, it's going to be very difficult for all of us to trust any government, really, but, you know, especially the China government, and we have those plants there, so we've been trying to be on calls with them, too, but it's very uh, unique and different uh, Mm. now doing some of these things that we've always done that are just on the phone or on a conference call. So we, you know, we really, um, you know, don't don't really know what uh, the future holds, but, you know, we're very excited about about our business. Well, that's 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 wonderful, and I know I know it was slow for a little while, but the productivity has picked back up, right? It's picked up again, right? We have we have brought back a few other team members, um, and so we originally, unfortunately, had to, um, you know, let go of almost. I think I told you this on the last interview, or maybe 300, close to 300 people. And uh, we're, you know, we're back up at least 100, um, and we're, um, you know, we're excited to be there. So, Isn't that great? Now, that 100, are they people on the floor, or are there people in management, or all different kinds? Everyone. It just depends. Um. Mostly the team members on the floor and the plant management staff. Uh, the management 
a lot of our managers we did have to furlough uh, for a longer time period, and we did have to, um, you know, cut rift some jobs. So uh, right. we have, you know, we we have done everything we think we needed to do, at least unless some the bottom falls out again, um, and then we don't have, you know, we just don't have a need for. Um, you know, as much staffing as we have now, but mm-hmm. it's it's quite possible that we aren't going to have any more issues. So well, we just don't great. know right now. Well, that's that's great. All right, we are going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we are talking again to Paula Marshall, who is the CEO of Bama Companies, and her vision stands as a beacon for team members, which is people helping people be successful. And Bama has expanded. They provide a wide variety of frozen desserts and baked goods to fast food chains, such as McDonald's and Walmart and Pizza Hut, and they have plants in different parts of the world. So um, we're having the conversation about, we've talked about quite a few things about food and certainly in growing your own food. We've also talked about courageous conversations in the workplace and how to have them. And and in our last segment, we talked about COVID-19 and how do you handle social distancing. And I think when we come back, we'll talk about some of Paula's principles that are just evergreen. And they are from her book, Finding the Soul of Big Business. How do you really find that soul and help people become successful, which is their mission? You're listening to the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show right here on voiceamerica.com, America's Voice, and we will be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Have you ever experienced the joy of living? Not just aspects of your life, but the true joy of life itself. Barry Shore has. You could call him an ambassador of joy. From a successful entrepreneur to becoming a quadriplegic due to a rare disease to his ongoing recovery through swimming and physical rehabilitation. Barry now presents his gifts to others as host of The Joy of Living. All you need to do is tune in. Listen live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time and 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel. Are you ready for a disaster? If you are like many people in the world, that answer may sadly be no. Disasters happen unexpectedly to people just like you every day. Tune into Preparing for the Unexpected with business continuity and disaster planning expert Alex Fullick. The show will not only help you better prepare for a disaster itself, but also to prepare you, your place of employment, and community for the aftermath emotionally, financially, and with a better level of awareness and a stronger feeling of resiliency. Tune in Thursdays at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Join Chris Epting every week for the moment. Chris talks to some of the most amazing people you'll ever meet, including authors, artists, and athletes. And that's just the A-list. These celebrities and public figures have interesting stories that all showcase the moments that their lives took a certain dramatic turn, changing them forever and shaping them to be the person that they were meant to be. Listen for The Moment with Chris Epting, Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. You are listening to The Patricia Raskin Show. If you wish to call into our program today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That number again is 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to Patricia at PatriciaRaskin.com. Now, back to The Patricia Raskin Show. Hi, everyone, and we are back. We are back for our um, last segment today with Paula A. Marshall, who is the CEO of Bama Company since 1984. This is in the family business. Her grandmother started this company on her kitchen table making the first apple pie in 19, I think it was 1937. Was that right, Paula, 1937 or 1927? Uh, 1927. And then her father took over the company? 
and then she took over the company. And they are celebrating, what, your 83rd year, 84th year this year? Yes, yes, we are. Yeah, that's pretty amazing. And, you know, Paula's really, their organization, their mission is what she stands for, people helping people be successful. And they make the fast food desserts and apple pies and pizza crust for many of the fast food chains we know today, like McDonald's and Pizza Hut and and Walmart and many. And they have plants in different parts of the world as well. So, Paula, I want to, in the final segment for today, I want to look at your book, Finding the Soul of Big Business. And it's one company's ego elimination strategy, which is exactly what it is. And I'm just going to, I actually, it's really funny because I just sort of opened up, you know, like you open up, like when you do cards, I just opened up to a page and it was the perfect page. So I'll read you what it says. And this is what I want you to comment on. The Bama companies ensures a culture by maintaining a set of core principles. And here are the core principles. And then you can comment on them. One is respect, building up, which building up and improvement and positive input and feedback value of purpose, optimism, involvement, and commitment. I mean, those are so important. And I can read them or you can just share. Let's talk about respect, that you create that atmosphere of respect, no matter what the person's role is. Well, you know, respect comes from all all sides of the equation. Um, You know, it starts with, uh, you know, us maybe probably trying to teach uh, some of our team members that come in to the organization without any real training or background, maybe they haven't had a good home situation, maybe they haven't, um, you know, had parents around that taught them how to respect each other, and that is a um, that has to be that has to be taught and also demonstrated. So I think what you find is that. You know, in more in today, and I hate to keep using the word millennials, but what we find is in the younger that the folks come in when they're in their, you know, 19s and 20s, um, a lot of them have never learned, you know, how to talk to someone else or how to give guidance or how to be a role model or how to not, you know, stir up trouble and keep problems from coming in the facility or take care of things. You know, they don't respect material things or things. And so, you know, they tear up our equipment or they, or they, you know, have fights in the facilities or, you know, mm. there's a, a very, um, you know, destructive culture that's at play. And none of those things make for making the best products. And so what we yeah. try to, you know, explain to people is happiness and harmony and doing things the right way is, is, is that and not destructive and and trying to cause trouble, you know, for other team members. That's right. the so way we want it. We like it to be a little bit boring, to be honest. And we don't like the drama. Mm-hmm. We don't want the drama. And we just have to teach each other. We have to teach people because they don't necessarily know how. Mm-hmm. You know, if they've been in a bad home and they got arrested as juveniles and then they've been in a juvie center and then maybe they got out and maybe they you know, went into a foster home, and then maybe at 19 they went back to prison. I mean, it's how are they ever going to know, you know, mm-hmm. What, mm-hmm. what respect is, you know, because they've probably mm-hmm. never been treated that way themselves. Yeah, well, but that's, so that's what we doing. try to I mean, do. Which is great because you're actually teaching. You're really helping them. So we only have a few minutes left. So building up means that you motivate and strive by showing positive input, and that's part of what you talked about with respect. And that, you know, the value of purpose, that they know that they're a value to you, which is part of what you've talked about. And then the involvement in your community and commitment and the optimism, um, you know, it's, it's just developing those skills and, and, and being committed to it. Right, Paula? Particularly when the going gets rough. Right. That's exactly when you realize whether you've been successful or not, you know, with this, with this person is... You can see them grow. You can see them, uh, you know, actually, um, you know, improving and improving their life and starting to make money. And then we, we try to help people save their money so they have a retirement account. We 
we try to, you know, encourage people to save for, a, a, you know, a, a rainy day, a long time overview right. kind of thing. And, uh, and that way, uh, you know, they will learn uh, more about what to expect and what to do if something, if something dire happens. They will have a, uh, you know, a savings, a nest egg. I mean, many people, Patricia, I don't know if you know, even know the statistics. I probably don't either. But it was, um, you know, 90-something percent of the people in the country or 80 live uh, week to week. Mm. So when you mm. when you talk about people not having a nest egg or not having any kind of um, you know ability to get themselves out of a jam, um, right. it's it's incredible. So that's why they end up with right. financial problems. That's why they end up going to their friends or max out their credit cards, not right. not realizing that every single thing they do is going to you know cause a problem down the road. Right. right, absolutely, and and we have to close. But that's really part of your commitment in working with team members is helping them with these life skills. So you 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 right. take people on their talent and their ability, and if you think they have promise, you help them, which is wonderful, Paul. Right, that's what BAM is right. all about. Yeah, that's what yeah, we're here really, for. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How can people find you? Like I know you have a page on Facebook, so tell us about that. Uh, it's a, it, you can reach either one of my, uh, Facebook pages. Um, I have a personal one so people can leave me messages or I have a, uh, Paula Marshall, Paula A. Marshall on Facebook, uh, account that, uh, my team manages for me and we, you can have access to my, some of my books and things like that that okay. are out on Amazon and things like that. All right. Thank you so much, Paula. It's always wonderful to have you on the show. You too, honey. Thank you. All right. Stay on for a second if you can. All right, folks, that wraps up this edition up for the Patricia Raskin Positive Living Show. Remember, stay healthy, stay happy, get the support you need, and know you can make your dreams come true. You can contact me, Patricia, at patriciaraskin.com and get a copy of my newsletter each month so you can see all these wonderful guests that we have on, including Paula. And you can also, um, you can like me on Facebook, Patricia Raskin, Raskin Resources. And if you're thinking about doing your own show or having a podcast or you have one and you want to improve on it, I'm your, I would love to help you because I've interviewed thousands of people and I love helping other people. All right, folks, until next week, I'm Patricia Raskin. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to this week's edition of The Patricia Raskin Show. Be sure to join Patricia Raskin and another amazing guest next Monday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an outstanding week.